Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hello and welcome to the show. It's a Tuesday night edition of Sports Day. Gary Belcher, Scott Sattler in the studio uh, tonight. And when I woke up this morning and I heard that wonderful news about the great Victor Radley headbutting an Irish. That's a headbutt. Just go with really? it. I think it's a punch. I don't think it's yeah, a punch a lot or a like headbutt. Chuck Connor <laughs> punching. Yeah, it's, no, it's a karate punch. Okay, you go online and find a headbutt sound effect then. <laughs> Righto. Right yeah, don't don't move away from the. T- I thought this is Scott Sattler's day. He loves this good old fashioned football, and he's a hero to you, isn't he? Victor the Inflictor, love him. Well done, Galo listeners. Also, um, yeah, Victor Radley's left his mark on the UK. He knocked back Origin to play for the Poms, and not only is he leaving England, um, knocked out in the semi-finals, but he's He's leaving a uh, a nasty mark on the head of the Irish player. Allegedly, allegedly. Um, so he, he he's he's really embraced the UK, hasn't he? Because there is a big battle between the UK and the, the English and the Irish. Yes. Um, and I think he's decided to to go to bat for his teammates. Yeah, and now, his par- coach. The, uh, the the reports are that this uh, James Bentley, Irish player, uh, had a crack at or was being abusive towards the coach, the England coach Sean Wayne. Uh, about being left out of the uh, the World Cup squad. So Victor Radley intervened to protect him. I would have thought Sean Wayne could protect himself and allegedly headbutted him and he required stitches, the other guy. Mm. Whoa. Mm. So. There you yeah. go. Who, who who else deserves a headbutt from Victor Radley? <laughs> can we go there? Yeah, of course we could. Are we going to go there now or are we going to go well, later? We can, well, we can do a little bit now. Can I kick it off? Vladimir Putin. Cop that. Actually, that would be. Yeah, good luck with that. Getting, getting That's from Jack Alfredo in there. <laughs> How do we get him over there? I want to headbutt. Let's have a rugby league tournament over there or something. I want to headbutt Vladimir Putin when he's riding his horse without his shirt on. <laughs> exactly. Cop two. <laughs> yeah. Who do you want to give a little love tap to? Uh, a Liverpool kiss. Hmm. Must be plenty. Uh, the shark? Oh mm. come on! No, not in the, not in the head. In that that stick that he walks with, <laughs> the mongrel. Yeah, the mongrel. Can he? No, don't. I'll tell you someone else. Don't like put your head in there. No, Victor. don't headbutt a folks. Mongrel. Anyone who doesn't use their blinker on a roundabout. Oh, oh don't you hate it? Noisy. Who do you want to headbutt? Uh, well, who would you like? Let's say Victor was yep. uh, guilty of doing this. Who would you like him to headbutt on your behalf? Yeah. Just a little tap. Yeah. Oh, I've got a beauty. I'll save it. What about people that drive? <laughs> yes. Slower than the speed limit in the right lane. Oh. 
No, if they're doing the speed limit. Oh. If they're doing the speed limit, it's fine. People that drive even on the speed limit with other people behind them in the right lane. Yeah, cop that. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> listen, Victor the Inflictor, uh, please keep your text coming through. 0457-736-736. Who would you like Victor to give a little bit of a, a love tap to uh, tonight? Pat Cummins. Jeez, he's, oh, he's just so good. Uh, he's uh, given up the chance to play in the IPL next year. Um, he's uh, turning his... his He's cheek on millions of dollars. I think hundreds of dollars. Just for just for Australia. What a guy. Yeah. There's more to it than that. Come well, on. What what he can't, so he's not going to play so, the IPL. So you know who I want to get So up? if he was playing in it, you'd be going, yeah, look at him. He just yeah, yeah, goes and plays all these games. He's not playing that well. You shouldn't be. Now he says, I'm not going to do it for the sake of Australia. Mm. And you bag him anyway. And you Go believe on. that, do you? You know what I hate? And this is Victor. Can you give the media in Australia who just fall for this rubbish a massive headbutt? <laughs> He wasn't a chance of earning any decent money this year. He gets millions to play. He would have been paid got, just to be on posters. Still enough smiling. money because he's the he's a, yeah he's a poster boy. Yep. Of course he would have and been. And for India in the most polluted country, second most polluted country in the world, he gets yeah, and he does ads for India Energy. <laughs> Doesn't he? Oh, that's not him. No. He uh, yeah no he's worth a lot. He took three wickets in the T Twenty World Cup. Mm-hmm. And he took seven wickets from five games in the IPL, where his value last year was halved from the previous season. Yep. Please. He's down to three he, mil last he's year. On, he, no, he went from three mil to 1.39. So you're saying he's, he's not on, He's not, on the decline. You're saying he's not going to play because he's just not good enough for T20. I, I don't think the value's there for him anymore. Okay. Going on form, it's clearly not there. Anyway, what do you think? 0457 736 736. Uh, what? What? Sorry, why can't you say anything about Pat Cummins? Why, why can't people be honest? Why don't you like him? Because. Because he stands up for what he believes in. Like, I, th- I think he's, um, I think he pedals what he wants to pedal. If he's really a climate Well, if warrior, he doesn't drive cars, he'd be pedaling bikes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and if he flew economy, he would actually uh, lessen his um, why do you have to, carbon what footprint. What happens if you, why would you have to fly economy? I don't know. I read that if you fly economy, your carbon footprint's less than it is in business class. Really? What's a plane? Stop it. Are you uh, serious? Uh, yeah. How? That's a crock. I don't know. I actually I don't know. I the person that came up with well, that I think, stat. I think you should, you should get to work that out before you bring that sort of thing up. because that's Someone just, will back me up on this just because you don't well, believe it. Well, if we told Victor Radley that, I know what he'd do to you. <laughs> <laughs> Go to ICanWin.com.au to win yourself a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown barbecue this summer. He deserves a head bucks. He doesn't even like electricity. I mean, who doesn't like that? How's he charge his iPhone? <laughs> Go to iconwin.com.au mm. for your chance to win. You boys love doing this. This is Sports Day for Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, you can rely on your local Repco, Repco authorised service centre. We've touched on the Victor Radley thing. Mm-hmm. If you want to send us in someone you want head-butted, uh, send that through <laughs> to us. But uh, it seems like nowadays, Badge, Sats and Badge, you're probably the best to to talk about this. The head-butting. No, everyone wants to play fullback, and Herbie Farnworth has now joined the long well, list. It took a long time for tell players you, that's to really get the big money. The best players yeah. play fullback. It's it's always been the way, but it just took a lot of players to realise. Is that the position where you get the cash in the brown paper bag? Well, 
Met was a while ago. Not you though. I, no, no, I just had a poker machine. <laughs> oh, no. with a, I just had a key to it. Thank you. Queen of the Nile. Well, it's a little bit like oh, Stephen Crichton, enough. isn't it? He comes off machine contract. I've got no doubt. He, talk, he spoke about it last week with uh, November one coming around, but um, Stephen Crichton, I think, is the one player that could possibly leave leave Penrith out of all the players. That I mean. You got other really good players that are coming off contract that are really not going to leave their clubs. But Crichton, with two premierships under his belt, he's what twenty-two years of age. He plays centre, but he wants to play fullback. Many people who know him very well, like Freddie Fitler, says he is a better fullback than he is a centre. Mm. And he knows that at 23, 24 years of age, when he comes off contract, that that's where he's going to be able to be able to ask the most amount of money. Before we get back on Herbie Farmer, so Charlie Staines has gone to the Tigers, has yes, he? Yes, he has, yes. And now they're already penciling him in as fullback. But let me say, Dane Laurie is, mm. was their best player last year. Yep. So I don't think that's going to happen in a hurry. Herbie Farmworth wants to have a crack at it, but they've just brought Reese Walsh back. And Kevy says we don't want Tessie New to leave because we think he's got a future. So there's your two players battling out for fullback. I don't think Herbie's going to get a look in. I think if he is a good fullback, we might never know. He might be a bit like Joey Manu, filling in there occasionally, but um, not really getting a, a, a crack because he plays really well on that left side, left centre or wing. Badge, could you remember? Can you remember when the centre position was the? It was the golden position, wasn't it? You had Steve Rogers and Steve Ranoff, and when Laurie Daly first came in the centres and Laurie, it was Brett the, Kenny, and it was the golden position. Mick Cronin, and it was a. It, it was, it was far more important than what your, your halfback was. Your centre was your strike player. Greg Inglis yeah. left, on the left. Mm. They were. They really were. Um, yeah, somewhere along the line it's changed. These things go around in circles, don't they? And at some point front rowers will be the most important players in the game again. And Whoever and... thought that a winger would be getting the same amount of money as a centre? What? Mm. Well, good wingers are worth it, aren't they? They are these days. The like another forward, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Mm. Um, boys, Andrew Webster, the journo, not the coach, says Cleary has been impacted by Coach Mal Meninga not settling on a side. Really? Is that? No. It's been difficult. You know, how do you settle on a – how do you – you kind of got to give everyone a go to work out your side. And Mal was genuinely, I think, unsure about whether it was going to be Cleary or DCE. And then you're playing against sides that are, you know, you're 50, 60 points better than – so it's some it's difficult in those circumstances to go from those easy wins to suddenly having a really hard game against New Zealand. I think Cleary would be a lot better this week. Um, that, that that game, you know, New Zealand had a tough game the week before against Fiji, and that sort of shook them up, woke them up a little bit, and they were dead set ready for Australia. I just think the Aussies had played all these easier games, and it was it, it was it's. It makes it tricky. They'll they'll be better this week against. And Sun it Hall. is all. And it, it is fair to say that Nathan, who's played in a really good Penrith side, and is the, you know, is the basically the the key ingredient in that side. And he's so used to those combinations. Now, the argument will also be, well, if that's the case, well, Mal should pick Daly Cherry Evans because he's got the combinations with Munster and Hunt and and Harry Grant. But that's not the case because Cleary's been the best player in the comp for the mm. last two years. No, it's a tough call to make. I mean, yeah. I was on tours when they were. You know, picking between Alan Langer and Ricky Stewart, and and at other times it was, you know, does Joey Johns does he play in the centre, play at halfback, or do we put him at hooker? Mm. And you know, Jeff Tuvey and Brett Kamali got to go in the half. It's a tricky thing when you've got lots of very very good players, and these two guys are are outstanding. But I don't think there's any way that that. Badge, is Leary's it fair to say play. there are just some players that are that are suited to rep footy, and that's it? 
I mean, they're very good, footy. very good regu- regu- regular season players, but just and there's vi- there's the opposite to that too. Just, Sats. Re- yeah, and just there's representative great club players that don't don't kind of. Dale Shearer was outstanding at representative yep. level. It doesn't matter what position. Is Cleary going to be one of those well, players where he is so good in the regular season and maybe just can't find the niche or find the the combination? Well, when some he's got, New when South Wales short short term. Yeah, some New South Wales fans would argue that. Yes, yeah. The the standout for me, the opposite to that, is a bloke who was pretty ordinary at club level, allegedly when he played for Power and for West, but then when he played for Queensland Australia, Bob Linder was yeah. absolutely outstanding. Mm. Um, but I played club footy with him at South in Brisbane, and he was, oh, he was amazing. Yeah, what a player. Mm. Oh yeah, and and finally, congratulations to the Gillaroos who uh, will face New Zealand in the final of the Women's Rugby League World Cup after they smashed PNG eighty two nil in the other semi. The Kiwis defeated. England twenty to six. Um, the Gillaroos have only had eight points put on them. Yeah, in the entire tournament so far, and have scored about two hundred and fifty odd. This game against New Zealand, yeah, we like, give them a bit of a shake. Won't yeah, they? like their regular seat, like the sorry, the pool match game against New Zealand. They won ten eight. Yeah, it was a tight match for Australia, but um, it'll be the same in the final. It'll be a great, great game. It will be. Uh, I think it's Sunday night that game too. By the way, uh, late Sunday night uh, for expert car service. Book into your local Repco Authorised Centre. This is Sports Day for the eight seat Kia Carnival. It's a grand utility vehicle. We'll catch up with Daniel Holdsworth, who is one of the assistant coaches of Samoa. Uh, he's on the line next here on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight seat family car; they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This happened in the early hours of Sunday morning. Milford again is in position, but they're also going to go back to Crichton. Crichton's got time to try and win it for Samoa. And Stephen Crichton is a history maker. Samoa into the final of the Rugby League World Cup. Yeah, amazing scenes there of Samoa going into the World Cup against the Kangaroos. And what a game it was, 27-26 against against England. And as they panned to the coaching box, Matt Parrish was excited. And the man to his right, former NRL player, now assistant coach of the Samoan side, is Daniel Holdsworth. How are you, Dan? Hey, Sats. I'm good, mate. Yourself? Very well, very well. And uh, you spent some time in the UK anyway as a player. It's uh, under different circumstances and... Much exciting circumstances. How's the feeling amongst the uh, amongst the squad? Oh, mate, it's been unreal. Um, obviously, the last couple of days has, has been um, yeah. The boys are ex- you know ecstatic, and they're still in a bit of cloud nine. With we um, we were in London sort of Saturday in that game, so I uh, had a few beers after the game and had had a bit of a celebration and a good time, and then travelled up to Manchester yesterday, um, and the boys are off today, so. Um, yeah, it's still still a bit of a, a vibe at the moment, which is good. What needed to change, Dan, after that round one loss against England, sixty to six? Something obviously needed to change, or was it just a timing? The the time you'd arrived hadn't had time to to really form any combinations. Oh, mate, yeah, like all of the above. We like we probably, to be fair, we probably played the most prepared team in the competition, which was England, right? So they'd finished. You know, a couple of weeks before us, that had squads all year. The team was in the home country. That you know, they'd been they'd been together for a while, right? and and they're bloody good team. So um, we knew we were up against it. Our guys coming sort of on, on the Sunday, so, so you know, less than a week from our game. So 
uh, that was a bit clunky. Um, and then also, like myself, I never coached in this environment either. So me and Radders had never coached together. We'd never coached with Matt. So it was just a big learning curve for us, mate. We probably got a lot of stuff wrong that week. Um, obviously, the boys weren't as prepared as they should have. Um, we, admit we lost three guys for the whole tournament in the first half. So kind of just, I don't know, all caught up to us and then spiralled out of control. But... It was it was good in hindsight, mate. It sort of hardened us up and stiffened us up for the next week, and um, obviously the boys bit of bit of a reality check, and we just got back on with it. Well, Daniel, it's uh, Gary Belcher, mate. Thanks for joining us. Um, what, how important was it then after that that you got the chance to play some lesser lights without being disrespectful? You play Greece, you play France, who've uh, who've been struggling, and then you can find some sort of you know semblance of form before you had that all important game against uh, Tonga. Yeah, I've thought about this a, a little bit. Um, obviously, it, it worked out for us. Um, agree, it was obviously good to play some lesser countries and get some sort of you know connection and some um, confidence, like you, like you said. Um, but also on the on the flip side of that is we sort of previewed England this time the opposite. Like they played us at our worst, and then they obviously went on to play the same guys in our pool. Um, that were the lesser sort of countries. So we, we kind of thought going down on the weekend that they hadn't really been challenged. They played us, like I said, at their worst, and then they had three sort of softer games. So we sort of seen that as an advantage to us that they, you know, if we if we hang in there and you know play our best, see see what kind of warts come out when they really get under the pump. Mm. Um, so you know, on the flip side of that is sort of get a gauge what's right or wrong. You sort of just got to play what's in, what's in front of you, you know. Yeah, well, the players are doing just that, and it looks to me like there's some um, some some real senior players have really stepped up, and probably some other players. Is that is that been the case as well as the? I mean, the coaching staff deserve a lot of credit. You've done your homework, but you can't achieve these great results without the senior players and some players really leading the way. Is that right? Oh, for sure, mate. Yeah, oh, Junior Paulo, like it's my first sort of. Um, uh, meeting with Junior, so he's been super impressive, eh? and, and especially the last couple of weeks uh, as a leader of the country and the captain, um, you know, the boys really look up to him, and then obviously, I don't know, he, when he puts that jersey on, he sort of finds another gear somehow, um, but his last two performances, when you look at him, what he's, what he's turning out, you know, pretty phenomenal, he's an amazing sort of bloke and an athlete, so, um, and then obviously, you know, we've had Jerome, who's had a great sort of year and we know he's a good player and the last couple of weeks he's really gone to a different level too so um they're all they're all chipping in in their own way um training really well preparing really well they're obviously really tight close bunch um sing and dance a lot around around training so they've obviously got uh, <laughs> a good connection there um and you know there, there's something in riding sort of riding the momentum that they've created you know so um, they're happy and training well. Dan, who's the biggest pain in the ass in camp? Oh, Stephen Crichton's. Um, he's not a pain in the ass, but he's full on. He's full on. He's loud. He's singing. He's uh, yelling and dancing. He's on the bus. He never sits down on the bus. He's screaming from the back, but he's just got that knack of. Um, Everyone loves it, you know. Everyone loves what he's doing, and everyone—he's he's funny, and um, he sort of brings the group together for a fair bit. Now, spirit makes a lot of 
uh, you know, what makes a team gel <clears> and, <throat> of course, skill. And Samoa have got plenty of that, but Australia have got a lot more. So how do you overwhelm this, this Australian kangaroo side? Yeah, good question. Um, I feel I feel like you know, we're obviously it's only it's only fairly new the last couple of days it's happened, so we're sort of just sort of decompressing from that. Um, but I don't know. It's just we just dare to dream, I suppose. Like the boys are boys are confident. They um, they understand what sort of talent they have in the room. Um, you know, they've been up against it the whole sort of time. No one's really backed them at all, really. So they're kind of quietly confident. Um, and again, we know it's a different beast. So we're the underdogs, and we're riding the momentum. So we'll go in there prepared, um, have a game plan. Uh, the boys will be confident and just just give it a crack. You know, they'll be they'll be free, um, and I understand they'll need to be at their best, um, mm. and we'll need, we'll need to be sort of close to perfect um, to beat them. Um, but why not? Really, you know, we've we've come this far, so we'll be we'll be there to throw down. Yeah, you, you talked about preparing for England, and, and the, you know they got them at a, you got them at a completely different stage than round one, um, and obviously you got a lot right there to come up with that that historic win. Can you see it changing much about the way the team comes it goes into this game or the game plan against Australia, or is that a little bit too late for, to do something like that? Oh yeah, no, we we won't um, change a game plan dramatically. Like we'll we'll rely on, especially from an attacking point of view, like our style of play is overarching for everything. So uh, we won't we won't change that. Um, but we'll we'll tinker with some stuff where we feel like there might be some chinks and maybe can get a result some somewhere along the line. Um, but we'll prepare um, like we have. The training's been amazing. Like those 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 Penrith blokes, um, they're next level when they hit the training field. So they've sort of brought the level of training up, and you know, as you can imagine, they're, they're a happy bunch. So they've been training really well. Um, so we'll keep we'll keep charging down that that sort of avenue, mate. And yeah, if we can if we can play at our best and be prepared at our best and, and find a couple of chinks along the way, then. Uh, that's what we aim for. Yeah, I was reading about the um, England T20 team that just won the the World Cup over here, and uh, Mike Hussey said they they d- didn't have he can't remember a single compulsory training session. Mm. He said it's been really relaxed, really low key, because they know what to bring on uh, on game day. Could you see? Would this week be pretty much low key, not too much pressure and stress on the side? Yeah, well, we kind of, we kind of um, understood that was the case last week, which was nice. Um, we knew all the pressure was on England, uh, home country, home World Cup. So, again, not much of a chance this week. The Aussies, obviously, a different beast. So we'll, we'll go in with the same relaxed style. And, again, it's the back end of a seven-week campaign for the lads too. So mm. um, training time will be, obviously... Um, minimal. Um, we'll get two good sessions in tomorrow and Thursday, and then roll into our captain runner at Old Trafford on Friday. So, um, yeah, they'll be they'll be less than two hours on the field this week, you know. So, um, but they 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 can flick the switch and they'll get on there and they'll train at a good intensity and we'll get what we need to do and, and um, make sure they're freshed and have have energy to to charge on on Saturday. We've got a couple of fans here too, uh, Dan. I know Dan Holdsworth is DJ and. Uh, you got Fitzy here saying, say congratulations to DJ for me. And also, uh, Brisbane Eel says, DJ Holdsworth was born in Tweed. Of course, you moved over to WA as a young man, didn't you? I was, mate. Yeah. I was. 
did, yeah, yeah. Mum and Dad moved over there when I was about eight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. now, you've seen a lot of good young players. You're a good young player yourself, um, 17, 18, and being introduced to the Penrith Panthers. And then this kid now, what, 20 years down the track, DJ, you see this kid called Joseph Suwali, who's just turned 19 playing fullback. Do you just scratch your head at how phenomenal this kid is? Oh, he's amazing, mate. Um, what, what, um, what? First, in my first impression of him is he. Like we, were, we were, when we first got to England, um, obviously it was you know dark and everyone's jet lagged and it's cold and whatever. And he's up, he's up. I get up fairly early as as a coach does now these days, but I'm up and he's up in the foyer and he's got his he's got his diary out and he's taking notes and he's got his headphones in. He's listening to the stuff. Like he just um, he's really a new age professional cares about his game, um, so he was super um, impressed with that sort of first initiation with him. Um, and then him him on the training field, he's just yeah, as you can see, he's an athlete, but he cares. He, he's thinking about his game. He's trying to get better every single day. He's out there last on the field, um, and obviously he's been blessed with his physical attributes. So he's he's only nineteen. And he's playing like this now, so it's kind of scary what what's going to happen in the future if he keeps going down this path. Yeah, absolutely. He kind of look like he's playing against boys at time on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, Dan Heldsworth, uh, thanks for joining us on on Sports Day. And as you said, dare to dream. That's all you can do, and you come up against a, a red hot side, but um, you got to be in it to win it. And you've done a great job so far, both you and Matty Parrish and uh, and the team. And uh, good luck on the weekend in the final. Uh, cheers, lads. I appreciate having me on. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Going to have a look at some uh, sports news with the boys just now. Don't miss the Queensland Flame on December 1 to see who will represent Queensland at this year's The Phoenix. We talked about Pat Cummins. Uh, not available for the IPL. <laughs> Greg Norman. <laughs> Uh, and I agree with this. Greg Norman says Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy should be thanking Live Golf for the improved conditions now in the PGA. Oh. Now they can earn a decent buck. Honestly, can, can you head? Can you head? Buddy? Yeah, no, we're on nothing. Oh. Head Seriously, he is a wanker. This guy, Greg hey, Norman. No, he's not. Well, he's a he's national a treasure. Wanker. I get it from his from what he's done with charities and golf, and you know, he's an amazing player. State number one for many, many years. But the way he's carrying on, he's he's drinking too much of the bathwater. All right, Ooh, is that it? The sound Badge, of he's a very good friend of yours. What? Anything you want to say? Uh, no, no, but I don't think Rory and Tiger are going to be thanking Greg and his new tournament and competition okay. anytime soon. Can I? Can I just be devil's advocate yeah, here for a course. moment? It's okay for Rory to have a crack at Greg Norman all the time, but he can't just have a tongue-in-cheek comment back, please. Come on. Take it you for think what anything it's worth. he says about living? You say, mate, like... it's, it's Rory and Tiger are two of the richest golfers on the PGA. It is a tongue-in-cheek comment. Mm. Settle down, everyone. Mm. It's like the Super League a- ARL. There was a lot of tongue-in-cheek comments said about that, wasn't it? People were ready to Rory atta- hijack each other. But Rory attacks Greg Norman every time he gets an opportunity. It's tongue-in-cheek. Seriously. It's rich people arguing. <laughs> <laughs> Take it for what it's worth. Uh, Josh Hazelwood has back fellow fast-paced bowler Mitch Stark to return to opening the bowling. What else is he going to say? Yeah. Uh, do you think Mitch Stark <laughs> should open the bowling? No. no. 
Who? Seriously. I don't know. Can we get some better better questions asked from our athletes? Like, who do you want to be roomed with? (laughs) Do you like electricity? (laughs) (laughs) These are things we should be asking Gary Belcher, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Mitch Stark has to open with the ball, white ball. Even Healy, Ian Healy, who I respect. Probably he his can't opinion. bowl, so I'm not going to listen to No, but he's, he's kept to a lot of great bowlers in his time. And he, he thinks he should be given the white ball, the yeah, new white he's, ball. Yeah, because he's married to his niece. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is she a better cricketer than Ian Healy? By 100 miles, right? What no, about that ton, no way. That ton she scored. What about, yeah, that ton she scored the other day was amazing, yeah. wasn't Ian it? Healy saved that I, many I reckon, innings for Australia I reckon he probably saved, played against better bowling, but she's a good cricketer. What she scored the other day, 100-odd off 60 balls or yeah. something? Yeah. Mm. She's outstanding. She's mm. an amazing cricketer. They, how many bounces on the way to the wicket? Oh, quite bowlers. a few. Yeah, good. Yeah. With the Wallabies <laughs> lost to Italy, people are looking for answers. We are the most penalised nation in the Tier 1 You know, I don't read anything rugby. into that. I don't read anything because it is a horrible game. Crapstack. It is a horrible game when it comes to adjudicating. I mean, the penalties that are given for the sake of giving penalties is just But you've got to admit... You've got to love a scrum penalty or three. Oh, that's just, and repacking scrums. That, the what, same, that's what rugby's all about. And it's the same result every time. Mm. Yeah. It looked like the other scrum. Yep. 13.8 per test. Mm. Where's the point eight come from? How do they get point eight? Well, it's, on, it's an average. Is it just, is there uh, point eight they, of a penalty? They go to give a penalty and then they kind of pull it back and they yep. go, oh, yeah. yeah. No, okay, it's, gotcha. a, it's a and differential. And if you're quick enough, is it, it's a yep. differential. It's a differential. Yep. <laughs> it's a tap. Do they have differentials in rugby? No, you can take they a don't. shot at goal any time. Hey, did you see that during the in the World Cup semi-final the other day? There was a differential penalty given. Yes, and those Samoan players were, were arguing with the ref. They wanted to take a kick at goal, and the ref's <laughs> going, "Mate, know the rules. You can't take they a didn't kick know at goal." The rules, did they? Really? Was yeah. it was it Junior Barlow the skipper? Because he's a front rower. They don't follow the rules. They just lead by example. <laughs> Tough as nails. What? That's, uh, but that's not his job to know the rules. That's the halfback. That's Gary Belcher, uh, Jr. Yep. He knows. That's Belcher. He knows now. Hey, no, no, none of them knew the rules. No. And, and I think we're, <laughs> even the commentator said. the ref read it? The young, no, he did. But the young blokes were going, uh, the, the commentators were going, these young blokes don't know the rules. <laughs> I don't think they've ever had a differential penalty. <laughs> How do you get a they penalty? They make the rules. How do you get a penalty from a scrum in rugby leg nowadays? It's not even a scrum. Yeah, Breaking I know early. what you're saying. Mm. And that's what it was, wasn't it? They broke early or they were offside. Anyway, uh, that's our update. This is Sports Day, the eight-seat Kia Carnival, Grand Utility Vehicle. Is that a sports update or three guys yelling at a cloud? Three right. guys yelling at a cloud. I think we should change it to that. Up next, Tuesday, True or False is on the way. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a Grand Utility Vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hey, Badge, what are you doing Saturday? You yeah, want to come what? and hang out with uh, Sats and I between 11 and 1 at Harbour Town Maccas for McHappy Day? What time? 11 and 1. Lunch Queensland time. Queensland time? Uh, depends. What are you doing first? Oh, <laughs> damn. Now nah, you'd be supporting your local Maccas for McHappy Day, won't you, Badge? Buying some silly socks, no doubt. You're kind of mm. crazy guy. Um, mm. Badge and I, uh, Sats and I will be stuffing our faces along with Brooke Hansen. With Big Macs, two bucks from every Big Mac goes towards Ronald McDonald House Charities. So, good and it's you. it's good. They've got a wonderful facility in Brisbane. Wonderful facility. And if you yeah, don't know what happens with these Ronald McDonald Houses, it allows the family somewhere to stay for free 
while seriously ill children, their kids are I watched getting an amazing that documentary from out of town. Yeah. 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 I watched yeah. an amazing That's documentary it. on the weekend actually on, on Free to Air. It was it's a great service, such a great service and just touch, touch, takes such a strain off the off the family. Yep. Like coming in looking for motels and yep. to stay, not knowing how long you've got to stay, the period you've got to stay for as well. It's um yeah, it's a great organization. And this is the time of year that I really give. I really, really, really you put me down for two hundred bucks in Big Macs. That's a hundred Big Macs. How many Big Macs do you think you could honestly, in a good sitting, yeah. how much could you eat? <laughs> As opposed to a bad sitting? Yeah. Oh, I reckon two tops. But Is that it? No, no, but I'll go harder on Wednesday just for showbiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll whack it. I'll whack in. I'll bet you on the show. When we would, do the would show. You, would you back off the night before like and not eat at all? So you. What? Like, so you can. Are you really, nuts? Well, I'm just telling. I'm just saying, if you were fully committed to the cause, you would. If I could wake up at three a.m., I'd have a mini breakfast before I get into breakfast. <laughs> no, no, I'll. I'll tell you what. I'll do a deal. I'll do four on Saturday, two on each hour. What do you reckon for the show? Do you yeah, reckon okay. Brooke Hanson eats Big Macs? No, nah, she she's will too be. Fit. Oh, she'll get the silly socks, won't she? Mm. Help out. Uh, make sure you support. Uh, make Happy Day this Saturday. Two bucks from every Big Mac sold. Rightio. Tuesday, true or false? Badge. Kick it off. Sats, mm-hmm. the Dolphins. Yep. We haven't seen much of them, but we know they've put together a, a fairly good side. They will beat at least two other Queensland clubs in 2023, their first year. True or false? They'll beat two of the three So they've got to play clubs. three, and I think they might play them all twice. I'm going to say false. Check that. That's up potentially six games. I'm going to say false. Right. I think the Broncos beat them. I think the Cowboys definitely beat them. And I think... They may, they may get one off the Titans, but the Titans have recruited really well, actually, with Sammy mm. Barrels and Kieran. I think Foran. you're wrong. I think clubs early in there, you know, especially those 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 games against those other Queensland clubs. I think they'll, they'll sneak a couple. Did you see their first training session? No, because they got so many players. I felt sorry for them being there, starting a new club. Oh, they got day one is so exciting. They got three quarters of their squad. They've got, still got five places to fill. Um, oh, they had about. Oh, it looked like they had about eight players just doing laps around the they, field. I think that's what they had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They threw jersey to a couple of local kids. So that's true or false, Badge? Michael Clark. Now, did you hear about Michael Clark and Laurie Daly having a little bit of a heated exchange on no. their big sports breakfast show? No. Yeah, it's about Tommy Rodgick and – Recently? Yeah, last week, last Friday, just gone. So on air, it's about Tommy Rodgick not being selected. Michael did Clark has personal issues. Uh, you got to – Respect that. Laurie's going, no, nah, I'd tell him to get stuffed if he doesn't want to play for Australia, whatever it may be. True or false, Michael Clark would get a couple of good shots on Laurie in a <laughs> <laughs> with his handbag. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Laurie wasn't looking. Oh, seriously. That's a mismatch. Yeah, so they had a um, bit of a set to. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay. Oh, a well, set to is a fisticuff or just a verbal? Look, it's oh, a, it's it got, okay. got very heated. Got Did really it, heated. It's yeah. okay to disagree. So we disagree. We yeah. and you and I all the time. Yeah, you know, talk to me for a few weeks after it. Oh, maybe a week. Badge mm-hmm. and I do argue most days. True we, or false. We get on with it. Badge, true yeah. or false. The first. <laughs> true or false. Woogie is. It's, yeah, yeah. The first <laughs> live golf tournament Woogie's in wrong. Adelaide next year. What month? After April. Ma- uh, after April. Masters. The first live golf tournament will be a sellout in Adelaide. True or false? Uh, but what. Oh, uh, at a golf tournament, how do you have a sellout? Do they do well, they day have one. limited day numbers? One where, yeah, limited numbers. If there's limited numbers, um, yeah, true, true, true. Okay, oh, I'm not all for, but it is like, honestly, it's it's gaining traction. And I did read 
today, and I can't disagree at all, but the, the signing of Cameron Smith is what smoothed me over. I was filthy with the whole thing, mm. but him signing is the young star, and it's given him some great traction. He's been outstanding to you know to get him on board was was huge that's why they're paying him the millions they are cam smith will arrive in australia uh by the end of this week too for the queensland pga which is going to be huge at royal queensland uh boys can i throw one at both of you please yep. uh england t20 coach and odi coach matthew mott the aussie yeah should mott be the aussie mott the aussie should be coaching the australian men's side white ball instead of andrew mcdonald andrew mcdonald False. concentrate on tests and someone no. like Matthew Mott well, come and do the no, white balls. I, no. I don't know about it now. One coach for all concept. But I reckon I reckon he'll get the gig at some point in the future. So that's a true? Uh, no, it's a false because you said he should be coaching him now. False. But if you'd said he will in the future, I would have I said I didn't say true. now, by the way. Should coach. I said should, should you said, coach. No, you said should be the coach. Mm. Well, I didn't that put a time now. frame on it. Well, can you put okay, a time frame next time, please, Jason? Jack. Uh, what did he say? Okay, so that's a false. But Sats, do you realise we're the only country? A lot of the countries now are moving away. Mm. From, I know it was close. <laughs> a lot of the countries are now moving away. Yeah, I do. From having one coach across yep. all formats. Mm. No, I, I think you're an Australian coach. You're across all formats. Okay. Right again. Uh, uh, one more for both of you. Yep. Keep this one clean. Palmy is better than a steak as a pub meal. True. True. Oh, Come on, badge. It's not hard. No, I love a good. Pub steak. Depends on which pub. i tell you what's wrong with the steak pub. Well, I'll give you an answer for Too it. small. False. There is that. Well, it's meant to be weighed. The rib. That, so 250 If the same size and price, I'll go for the steak every time. You know what the problem is? It's the sauce they give you with the steak. They use A lot of pubs use that packet rubbish. No, I just like a little bit of chili. Oh, do you? See, I like a Diane. A little bit of chili. Do you know what's in a Diane sauce? Nothing. It's easy to make. Stop using packet stuff. Am I yelling? a bit of mushroom in that mm. or something? Dying? Some people do. I think they take True a or bit. false? Yes. <laughs> your palmy needs to be on top of your chips as opposed to the side. True. Yeah, true. Is that the soggy chips? Yep. Oh, you love it. Oh, yeah, so, true. Oh, God, yeah, I'm look, hungry. Look at no vote. You vote. You vote. You've got it already. <laughs> this is nil. Sports Day. The eight-seat Kia Carnival. It's grand utility vehicle. We all don't get dinner cooked for us every night. You know that. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, weather update. Now, you know who we're missing for our weather forecasts? Quint- Quentin no, Weathercock. Quint- Quentin de Weathercock. Hmm. Are you going to get him back up on your, what do you call it, a button bar? On the button bar here. That's what yep. we call it in the biz. Uh, yeah, we'll try and get him back up for tomorrow. It was good. Everyone loved it. Kids... Kids wrote to us here at Sports Day saying, can we get, like, a plush Quentin de Weathercock toy mm. for Christmas? Oh, that's No, but I'm serious. That's, you know, those little fluffy ones? Yeah. Mm. Even the guys from prison that write us, they want a Quentin de Weathercock fluffy and, toy as well. Yeah, and a, a, a nail file, one of them asked for as well. I don't, yeah. I don't know what you do with that. What would you do with that in prison? Know. Not me, beat. If you're listening on 4LM in Mount Isa, home of Scott Prince and Carl oh, Webb. Carl never- Webb? He's, He's a Dolby boy. He's a Dolby well, boy. Well, I'm reading reading here what our great producer, Jack oh, I think he might have been born in Mount Isa. Pat Rafter. Greg well, Norman. Norman. Greg Norman. There but you I, go. I think he, he played all his junior – because I remember him playing he was a Dolby Dolby Tiger at 15 Ooh. and Dolby playing first grade. Mm. I was rude. Apologise to Jack. Nathan yeah. Fian. 
Mountizer. <laughs> Apologise to Jack. Yep. Come on, Woogie. What have you done? Partly cloudy for your Wednesday. Top of 34 and a low of 20 overnight. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. You know what we should do? Just great ideas. I've always wanted to go to a rodeo on Mountizer. Anyway, yeah. keep going. It's a rodeo, Ooh. by the way. It's not a rodeo. Mm. I think it's either. Yeah. So you're sitting on the fence, are you? No, I think it is. Yeah, it's either or. Um, we should do a segment called Letters from Prison. Mm. What do you reckon? That would be because we get Could some Could you hand ones. deliver them back replies for us, Woogie? Oh, I will. I write back to every person in jail. When who you go twice. in there, do they still call you Bubba? <laughs> I don't know why I've got to no, wear no. a wig. Bubba's boy, they call him. <laughs> they give me a frock and a wig and a bit of lippy to wear. I don't, I don't get it. And how can you wear it outside as well? You know how hard it is to wear high heels Any... in a prison? Those floors are slippery. <laughs> Come on, do the this. The will face Thailand tonight in a friendly, fresh off their big win over Sweden. They will win this 25 nil. Well, after beating, well, are they still, you know, they've got to come down from that big win against Sweden, 4 nil. Mm. The tie might sneak, sneak up on them. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think Have so? Have you said, uh, okay. can we move What's on? What's up, Batch? Is there anything else? Uh, the different, the, the, Socceroos are playing France in their opening match of the World Cup. Have you seen the difference in the uh, oh. the value of the teams? Oh, who cares? Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, they're the current world champs. Well, my money's on Argentina. Lionel Messi's never won a World mm-hmm. Cup. This would be his last one. My money's on Argentina. Can you isolate that so we play it after they win? Isolate, that means, uh, listeners, can we cut that bit out? Yep. So that sounds smart. Sorry, Badge, what's the difference in salaries? I don't know. Yes, you do. It's written in front of you. Uh, can you read it out? No, you do it. You know, you got it in front no, of you. No, you got. Don't be upset with me. I don't me. want to do it. Badge now. and I are fighting again. No, you said. Well, you didn't the care. French squad <laughs> is worth one point, just over one billion euros, one point six billion Australian. What? The Socceroos, fifty nine million Australian. That's what? still a lot for the Socceroos. I thought. So, it must be a big squad if they're worth sixty million bucks. One of their players million for dollars, France. Two million dollars each. 30, it must be thirty. I couldn't. Squad. I couldn't believe the Aussies be worth sixty mil. Really? In all honesty, yeah. Okay. So well, a lot the, of them are A League players. So what's the yep. best player worth? A couple of mil. What going? Yeah. Twenty man around, squad. Yeah. That's an average of three. Yeah, some of them are worth a lot of money. Mm. But a lot of them are playing like second, third division teams. Yeah, but in teams, in one Europe. of them's a wiggle. The Rexham. Wiggles are worth a fortune. Andrew <laughs> Redmayne, the grey wiggle. Sure. Yes, I've seen some of their. Right. Great. Okay, make sure you've got the right insurance this storm season. Search Suncorp Home Insurance for a quote today. That's been an interesting last blast, I must admit. Yeah. Fun, bit of fun. Yeah. Good luck to the uh, the Matildas tonight as they take on Thailand. What are the, what's the Thailand girls team called? Uh, I'll have to find that out. Don't know. Uh, this is Sports Day. The eight-seat Kia Carnival, grand utility vehicle. <laughs> They're called the... <laughs> the Thai... The ta- yeah, we've got to find out. Uh, anyway, we're going. Bye. See ya. Goodbye. Life's so full on I've been working on this deck for ages These steaks don't cook themselves you know Life's good with a Trex deck Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials That won't rot, stain or fade Trex, the world's number one decking brand